0: I want to dive back into your career a little bit. Take me through your junior days.
1: Yeah, so first year junior. Uh, get to your training camp. Marshall Kennedy leaves to go to Switzerland. Gets a head coaching position in Switzerland, I believe, in Rappersville. So Bob Miller becomes coach and GM. Pulls me aside and says, we want you here for the year. I basically look at him. I said, okay, what's that mean? <laughs> no clue, right? I had no idea. I basically was coming here on a tryout to get in shape for my season. Back in high school or triple A. So he says, this is what's going to happen. So I signed the card, and away we go. So first year, fourth-line player, I don't know how many points I get, 30, 40 points, doesn't even matter. But the experience alone against playing against men and battling against men and learning the discipline of hockey, hockey has now become real at that point. Like high school hockey was real, but you're in a little bubble. Now you're playing in the Manitoba Junior Hockey League, one of 10 or 11 teams from 16 to 20 years old are the players. So there's a 16- or 17-year-old little puke like me Buzzing around the ice, there's guys that are 240 pounds on the ice. I don't have a fighting chance against these guys. They're enormous, so it's intimidating. Like we go through line brawls. There's we had a couple bench clearing brawls. <laughs> I, I don't do so well in all that kind of environment at that, at that age, right? At that time, like I remember playing the Winkler Flyers in our barn. The Winkler Flyers team was in our bench. Like our head coach Bob Miller, he might have been 5'10" at, at best. He's trying to split guys up and you're. <laughs> Gloves and blood flying everywhere. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is insane. So we finished our first year. I do okay. Second year, I've now graduated high school. So I build it in with a family, learn their environment. Pam and Gord Stinson have one son, Kelly. A super good family. They have their family rules. I joined part of the family. I work on my English. My communication skills is a little rough, but we get through it. And I have a decent year. I had a growth spurt. So now I'm as big as I am now. And we have some fun. We have a good year. And Bob comes to me and says, schools are starting to get interested. And I looked at him. I said, well, what's that? I graduated. I'd like to tell you I was an A plus student. I wasn't, I was probably <laughs> more, I graduated. Let's put it that way. <laughs> My marks were great. And so I'm like, okay, he's like, you might want to consider taking what at the time was the SAT or ACT test. So I studied a little bit for this, but I hadn't studied in two years. And I What the heck was that? I don't know what this is anymore. Math, physics, English. Oh boy. So I take it and I pass. Marks aren't great. Have a great third year. Uh, A couple schools, UMass, Lowell, out of Boston, flies me down for a recruiting trip. I'm a small farm town kid. I've been to Winnipeg. I've been to Portage of Prairie and a few other places. I get into Boston. Wow. That is a city. We land. It is pouring rain. There is people everywhere. I watch a game, I hang out and meet the team. It's a really cool experience, but the whole time is so intense. There's people and people and the team takes me out after on a Saturday night to go have some fun and kind of loosen up and meet some of the. the guys leave for a minute to go get something. They lock the door and he says to me, don't open this door till I get back. My eyes pop out of my head. I'm like, what the heck are you talking about? He's like, this isn't a very good part of the neighborhood. And I think he was going to get a case of beer or something, whatever it was. But I was like, oh my God. So then Marquette, Michigan flies me down as well. <clears throat> so it's a small school, about 10,000 athletes or students, pardon me. The town goes to about 25,000 people with the school during the year. It gets really quiet in the summer you know, with about 15,000 people. It's fishing, it's hiking, it's golfing, it's hockey and snow snowmobiling. That's my cup of tea. That's that fits my identity really good. So we go through that whole process. And we, my parents and I decided Northern Michigan is probably the best fit. It's a small town feel. I got a real good vibe from the coach. Coach Comley is there. Dave Shayak recruited me. Dave Shayak is still a, an NCAA coach. I call for advice on how to help my kids and, and stuff. So a really great experience in Portage. I learned to grow myself as a player. Hockey started to get serious where you really had to focus on yourself and start to do things.
0: Let's talk about your first couple years of college. Did you have any idea or any inkling? Like, Hey, you know what? I can be a pro player. (laughs) Uh,
1: It didn't uh, probably occur to me till at the end of my third year. So I get in my first year and part of the the enticement for me to go to the school there was they were in a rebuild mode, which meant possibility for more ice time code word. We were going to suck, but I was going to get a chance to play. And that's important to develop. You want to put yourself in a situation to play. So I remember our first day, 15 rookies. Coach Rick calmly, this is, we're talking 1996, lines all the rookies up and goes through the list. Get rid of the earrings, cut your hair, goes right down the wall. I'm a farm kid. I got short hair. I got no earrings because that wasn't allowed in my family. I got no rat tail. So we're good to go. And we start the year and oh boy, we have some growing pains. We have a very big struggle through our year. I think we end up like a maybe a 15 and 25 kind of team, not very good, but to be expected when you're dressing three quarters, of the team as rookies in a way you go. <clears throat> so that first year was quite an eye opener. It was fast. It was big. I couldn't believe where I was in Portage. I was a decent skater, a decent player, but here, Oh boy, I was just one of the other numbers, right? It was coach Conley had good confidence in me. He played me a lot. I'm uh, not sure what he was thinking at sometimes, but I enjoyed the ice time and away you go. Coming into my second year as a sophomore, we really started to put a mark. I had a line with this two guys, Roger Trudeau and Buddy Smith. Buddy Smith, probably the, one of the craftiest passers I've ever played with. He played in Saskatchewan Junior Hockey League. He was five foot seven, about 130 pounds. Wow. The key was: get your stick on the ice and get open. He could feather a sauce or find you in the opening anywhere. So I knew that. And the other guy, Roger Trudeau, power forward to a T, six foot three, 200 pounds, could get to the net, and I was a makeshift in between her. If he went to the net, I went to the slot. If he went to the slot, I went to the net. And we really had a successful year building into it. Put ourselves into an NCAA tournament, which the school had not done in a few years because of the rebuild. So it was a really great experience. We really got our feet wet. <clears throat> but at the end of that third year, Coach Connolly has the team meetings, all the coaches do. And he pulls me in and says, decent year, I think you need an agent. And I said, what do I need an agent for? He goes, uh, scouts and HL teams are calling me about you. Yeah, sure. I said, I got to play hockey another year. I told my mom I was going to graduate. That was rule one. And he goes, yeah, I know. But I, if you have the year you had again this year, you're not going to finish the year here. Get yourself an agent. I said, oh, okay, that's fine and dandy. I can do that. How do I do that? I, I never talked to anybody, right? There's, There was no cell phones didn't exist. There was none of that. I was living in my little bubble of uh, in the moment. <clears throat> so we went through a recruiting process. Coach calmly gave me I'm drawing a blank. GM for the Carolina Hurricanes right now is?
0: Who is oh. the GM right now?
1: It's oh, oh. Don Waddell. Thank you. Yes. Gives me the number to Don Waddell and says, you call him. He'll tell you how to figure out how to get an agent. Okay. So I, I call this number. <laughs> he answers. Hi, Donnie Waddell on the phone. I said, hi, Donnie Waddell, JP Vijay here. And you could hear a pause kind of like, what the hell are you calling me for? <laughs> <laughs> I said, Coach no, Conley gave me your number. He said, I'm supposed to look at getting an agent. What do I do? And he's like, are you serious? I said, I have no idea what I'm doing. He told me to call you to get some advice. I, I really, I don't even know where to start. <clears throat> so he gives me a couple phone numbers uh, of agents he likes to deal with. And we, my parents and I go through the recruiting process or job application process or whatever. And we deal with Steve Bartlett. So I, Steve Bartlett had the same vision as I did. I'm not a high maintenance guy. I don't need you to call me every day and tell me I'm playing good or I'm playing bad what the scouts are let me play hockey and you do your job so my fourth year goes and we have a pretty good year Uh, we're supposed to have a a better year but toward the end of the year we the the senior group and I get lost in our own pity our years ending our college eligibility is ending our careers are over per se right what's next and so we finish a a little bit early and my agent calls me and says I got two contract offers for you and I was like yeah sure whatever what is that We have NHL teams that want you to come. One was the Atlanta Thrashers, and I believe the other one was Detroit Red Wings. <clears throat> and I said, Detroit Red Wings. I'm living in Marquette, Michigan, home of the Detroit Red Wings capital right now. There is no way I can play for them. They have, like, Eiserman, Federoff, Lidstrom. Like, they are in the epidemic oh, of your right right family up. cup run. Like, how the heck am I going to play there? He goes, that's okay. We don't want to play there anyway. The Atlanta Thrashers <laughs> are really interested in you. And I'm like, that sounds why the Atlanta Thrashers? There's, a, I, I feel there's a connection there. And he goes, yeah, Don Waddell's the general manager. I go, oh, light bulb. I talked to that guy once, right? Perfect. We end up signing with the Atlanta Thrashers and there's my pro career. Honestly, I had no clue till probably the five days before I signed that contract that there was going to be a possibility of playing pro hockey.
0: That's incredible. So <laughs> when your season was winding down in college, you thought, this is it, I'm going to go back to the farm? Or what was that? What was your thought process?
1: I thought process, I'm going to finish my degree I'm going to become a school teacher and live my life and grow old. At that point, I had no idea that my agent nice I, Steve, we talked maybe once a month, just catch up on times, nothing really. I never clued in to ask, "Hey, is anybody interested? Like, where am I going? It was like, meh, whatever. And the season finished. And I think I sulked in my own pity for my career being over. And like two days later, he just called and said, uh, we got to talk. I'm like, All right, let's talk. I don't really know what's going on. So (laughs) we talked and I called my parents. I said, dad, I think I'm going to get a contract in the National Hockey League. And he he was like, what? And I was like, yeah, we have interest. Like, we got to figure this out. And so it it was weird. You look back on it. Now it's everything is you see it all the time. Patrick Kane signs $2.7 million. There was no ticker back then. There was no, you just signed the contract and away you went. So it was really, it was quite interesting. It was quite nerve wracking and. Then I was a pro hockey player.
0: What What was that conversation like with your dad and your mom when you actually signed it?
1: Holy shit. I can't believe this actually happened.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <Right>? <laughs> as naive as I can be, like I got my scholarship and I told my mom, I promise I'm going to graduate. Right. Uh, my mom never got to university. My dad got a university degree, but I, I said to mom, I'm going to graduate. I needed the four years of development, so it worked out well that way, but <clears throat> And then I was a pro hockey player and dad's like, now what? I'm like, I don't really know. I just got a letter saying I got a flight tomorrow. I got to be in Orlando, Florida, to possibly play in three days. By the way, dad, I need you to buy me a computer because I don't have a penny to my name and I want to finish my courses so I can graduate a distance. I've contacted all the teachers. They're all good with it. But can you buy me a computer and send it to me? <laughs> He's like, really? You're a pro hockey player and i got to buy you a computer. <laughs> so yeah so did that and off to florida we went to finish the year
0: and so you played your first game like a couple days later
1: yeah i played uh, orlando was the, the farm team for the atlanta thrashers they were in a play just about to get into a playoff drive but they had hit a big injury bug so they needed some bodies and i guess i signed a contract with orlando because my contract with atlanta didn't start till the following year okay so i went in played about two or three games What an eye-opener, right? First time not wearing a cage or a a visor. I went right to the be cool. I'm going to wear no visor, nothing, get my face punched in. And I'm playing and I'm like, crap, this is fast. This is tough. It's College is one speed. Pro is another speed. Now add the intimidation of you don't have a bubble behind. I don't care who you are. I'm going to punch you in the face. So I played three games. I think I scored one goal. Uh, I didn't play a lot. I was in and out. And then all the extra... All the healthy or injured players started to come back. And uh, there was no chance of me playing. I was probably 150th on the depth chart of Orlando at the time. And uh, I went to the coach and I said, I don't know how this works. I'm not going to play, am I? And he goes, we're in a playoff run. You're young. Your idea is here to learn. I said, look, uh, I promise my mom I'm going to graduate. Can I go back to school and finish my courses? And he's like, really? I said, yeah. I said, I appreciate being here, but I'm sitting in a hotel I'm gonna do all my courses. I'm gonna do what? Practice and and so be it. So I called my agent Steve and I said, "I think the best scenario is for me to go graduate." He's like, "Okay." So I went home, finished my or finished, went back to school, finished my courses, graduated, and the way we are, still waiting to use that degree. But that's uh, the start. <laughs>
0: <laughs> did you? I, I'm just gonna to touch on that, and then we'll fast forward to the NHL a little bit. But did you have any concern when you left there that it might affect the way Atlanta looked at you?
1: I don't know. I, I think. When I talked to Steve, my agent, and I think he had talked to Don Waddell or the organization, to be honest, I didn't have a clue what the team was thinking. And he was like, the team's okay with it. Because I was like, I didn't really think about the team. It was more about my bubble, my moment, and the promise to mom to graduate. So I don't know. To be honest with you, I don't think I actually took into consideration of what the team thought. But I knew I wasn't going to play. So how much better was I going to get doing pregame skates and bag skates for a month or whatever it was. So graduating was important. And in my contract, Atlanta was going to pay for me to finish my degree. That was part of the deal is they could do that back then. And and those deals that they were going to pay for that. So I believe Donald Dell is not going to play. I'm going to save money by sending him back to school and he can graduate then. And I don't have to do it after. So maybe that was it, to be honest. I don't even know. I never even thought about that.
0: I was I was gonna put you on the spot with that question because I always wonder that. There's always yeah. the politics working in the background. That yeah, to be honest, I gotta consider right? about
1: that. Like one of my best attributes, I think, coming through minor hockey, through junior, through college, is being naive, because I just played. I was in the moment. I played. I didn't really know about the next step. Like I said, I didn't know till the end of my third year that I had a chance to play pro. That's at that point, I'm 23 years old.
0: Fast forward that it naive into the nhl so do you think that helped you do you think it was more of a positive that nowadays everybody has everything on their phone they can see what people think about them they can see what fans think about what the team thinks about them everything is out there back in the day when you played even when i first started there was only twitter but do you think that helped you being naive where it wasn't always in your face all the time
1: till i got to the national hockey league yes and i think when i got to the national hockey league i was such an awe of the socks, the track suits, the jerseys, the other players that I don't think I ever felt comfortable in my own skin. Ray Ferraro, Ilya Kovalchuk, Andrew Burnett, Danny Heatley, Byron Defoe, the names go on and on. I'm just a farmer from down the street. So do I actually belong here? was in my mind a lot. And I think being naive till that point caught up to me because I never felt comfortable even in my last years, Scott Mellonby, Bobby Holik, if you want to go, Shane Knighty, all those guys I played with, but boy, I always felt I had something to prove. I always felt, was I good enough to be here? Because hockey, when you get to the National Hockey League, is not just hockey. It is a business. And that is very hard for people to understand. It is way different. Even if you play in the American League, the IHL, overseas, hockey is hockey but it's not such a business. The National Hockey League is a business. That's as rudely and as nicely as I can say it.
0: I completely agree with you on that one.